Welcome everybody out there in the internet to the milestone 50th wow, anniversary wow, episode wow, of Sis and Big Pops Culture. As always, I am Big Pops Todd Turner, also known as Mosaic Fan Art. And hi, sweet friends. I'm Hannah Joe, aka Sis, and together we're an adult daughter and father duo. We dive into all things geek, nerd, and fandom. Every episode is family friendly. That's right. The worst we might get is PG. Oh, that's still families. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Family friendly. Family friendly. So, though. Hannah, give the lowdown. What do we do here yes. on our so, on our golden anniversary? Are, is that what fiftieth is? Yeah, I do think twenty five f- is silver and gold is fifty. Okay, right on. So, did you buy me a bar of gold? No. I've been searching for a bar of gold. Did you buy me a bar of gold? Well, I did, but now I'm taking it back. You didn't get me one. All right, Hannah, what do we do here? So we um, are first up, we're going to talk about some nerd news. Um, We're going to talk about what we've been watching over the past couple weeks, as well as Dad's pull list. If you don't know what that is, don't worry. We'll explain it when we get there. We're also going to talk about um, a comic book. We read a Darth Vader comic book, and... We are going to rotten raspberry each other. Um, we're going right. to spoil some spoilers. stuff um, for Boba, Book of Boba Fett and Moonfall, the movie that just came out. So, right. but nerd right. news first, well, dear Papa. Let's get into it. This I know. from the breaking news desk. Nerd news. We sort of fell off there because ah, there's not an awful lot of nerd news that I've got over the last week. I think um, three things. Little things. Well, um, first of all, I want to say, Hannah, you are correct. Knives Out is on Netflix. I thought it was on Netflix. on Netflix. Okay, good. So, and apparently, I like in the next week wrong. or two, they're going to have a like a massive trailer to go over all their stuff. Oh that yeah. Letting out. So and all of okay, cool. Including the Pinocchio movie we talked about by Guillermo del Toro, which I think would be cool. Awesome. Voiced by Obi Wan Kenobi. The teaser trailer of the, like the art style, I watched it after we talked about it, and it was really yeah. cool. It was really cool. Stop yeah. action animation. Yeah. It looks really cool. What about you? Um, Jason Momoa has been uh, has signed a contract to be a part of Fast Ten, Fast and the Furious Ten. Okay, I thought he might. Be. Uh, why not? And he might be the villain of the new. And I bet you he's a relative of <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I mean, everybody, because it's all about family. I love those movies so much. I'm crying. I love them. But I Uh, like them too. Only two more. Fast 11 is the last one in the franchise. Like who said that? Vin Diesel? It was written. It It is known. Yeah, well, here's the deal. Money talks, baby. So I'll watch him. As long as I'll watch it. He'll be be in a, he'll be in a wheel, like in one of those drive-in. Oh, that'll be it'll and, be, and that'll be Fast and Furious in the little and uh, I'll watch it motorized wheelchairs. I'll watch it. Oh my gosh! I they jumped the shark when they went to space last week. Last week. Last, last year, week. Last movie. Last whatever. week they went to space. <laughs> they did. I was like, what? No, it was awesome. They got stuck up terrible. there. It was funny. No, it was not funny. It was. It horrible. was. 
Did you hear they're doing a, a new Proud Family movie? I had I had heard that. Yeah. I mean, I loved the Proud Family. I do too. It's called Louder and Prouder. It's coming out um, February 23rd on Disney+. Plus. I, the Proud Family was awesome. <laughs> so funny. And I can't wait to see what happens because the grandma cracked me up. She's always asleep. And the she's, dad she's is laying always in the chair like with a his neurotic, mouth, nervous with her mouth. Yeah, the dad, man. And those kids, the, the t- the, they had the movie that came out. It was a DCOM, Disney Channel original movie about like the Peanuts. Do you remember that movie? No. They I went don't to this remember. island and there were like peanut people there. And somebody called a yacht a yatched. It was funny. No, I do not remember that. I remember that it. Sounds good. I remember one of those wacky Disney, maybe it was a, a Nickelodeon movie. Like even Stevens, did they like go to a deserted, uh, deserted island? Yeah, or or gotcha like a, on your own. Show. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, I loved that movie. It was Dude, funny. Even Stevens, is that Disney or is that Nick? I think it's Nick. I don't know. That's Shia LaBeouf. No, it's Shia Disney LaBeouf. because Kim Possible, because the actress who played Shia LaBeouf's older sister, sister? was the voice of Chrissy of Carlson Romano. Uh, she's gotcha. uh, Kim Possible, and Kim Possible is Disney. All right. Well, there you go. There you go. Now a little bit of a history lesson. Um, so have you, I, I don't know if people realize, of course, that the Olympics are on. Yes. And I've seen, been watching, I've, that's so true. I watched some curling. It's like all, every commercial is a Jurassic Park commercial. I have Do not we, seen the commercial. I mean, it's like a, like a dinosaur, I almost said Godzilla, like chasing people down the mountain on ski. Not the dinosaurs are not on skis, but people are on skis. Are you excited for the dress? I'm going to, here's the thing. I'm going to watch it. What's it called? I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park Reborn. I don't know. Fallen Universe. I don't know. Fallen Galaxy. Kingdom Gone or something. I don't know. I just thought thought that's been interesting because I've watched, it's like, crazy how much and it doesn't come out till june and like every commercial on the flipping olympics okay is, thor love and thunder comes out in may yeah. and we haven't even had a trailer for that yet really and i guess this is natalie portman becomes thor is that what we're thinking is that what it is i think so so i, mean, I watched because in the a- comic book she was thor and actually she's she is um been reintroduced into the pages of thor of the last um, five or six issues. So, so you know how the comic books always, always throw people yeah. in there. I watched some I watched something that was supposed to be a fan that was supposed to be a first look. I couldn't tell if it was a first look or if it was or a fan, a fan edit. made. Yeah, if it's not off of Marvel Entertainment, <laughs> at this point, I have no idea. But it had the little Disney logo on the bottom of every single what, shot. <laughs> Yeah, I can put the Disney logo on the bottom, and I'm, I, I don't even know how to. I don't, I don't even know how to hook up this internet thing, but I could put a Disney logo on a picture. I just thought that was. I mean, I yeah. I'm I, I literally wrote Thor: Love and Thunder first look, DK if it's real or a fan edit. <laughs> so there's not a whole lot of cool movies coming out that I'm really stoked for, except I saw a preview for a movie called After Yang, um, starring Colin Farrell, and it's sort of like in the future. It's sort of um, the Yang is like a early high school boy who you come to find out is um, artificial intelligence and something happens to him. He just freezes. Mm. So the little girl, see, they have a, a little girl. Of course, we don't know if the little girl is re- biologic or if she is 
Yeah. You know, and it's, I guess it's exploring humanity Mm. And what do we do? Do we get another child to replace Yang because Yang's not working right or something? I don't know. Anyway, the the reason I was intrigued is because I collected the comic book called Made in Korea, which was about the computer. Sort of. This was like it took place in the future where people couldn't have children. It was extremely rare to be able to have children. So there was a um, people that made children and... um, very much like the movie AI, which I doubt you've seen. Um, it's worth watching. It's a little bit weird, but it's worth watching. And um, anyway, what happens in that, the guy who created the little child that goes out to the United States hid a piece of code inside her, uh, inside her because he needed to get it out of his work because it was one of those deals like, if I create something at work, it belongs to work. Mm. So then he has to go and get this child. And it's, it's, it's a, a big exploration about humanity, who you are, you know, based on like, cool. it's a robot. Am I a boy? Am I a girl? Am I American? Am I Korean? Am I good? It was just a whole thing about who, huh. a big exploration about all of that. And um, but that movie seems this, similar to the comic book. This seems similar to that. I'm just interested to see where it goes. Yeah. I'm really excited to watch Death on the Nile. I really want to watch it, but I want to fall asleep in the last. I know that's an old joke. Dad, quit saying it. Quit saying quit it. Quit saying it. Um, I don't know. Would I watch it? I, I probably won't go see it. But if we'll it comes out to a streaming service, I'll watch it. Yeah, we're back on the Regal. Back on the Regal app. Oh, we got are. it. We got it fixed, and so gotcha. Trev and I got it fixed, and so we're back to watching movies. All right. I'm thankful you got any for more it. News? I've, yes. Okay. There are there were new. I think this is hysterical. There were new Lord of the Rings Ring of Power posters with no frame of reference. There's no f- frame of reference in any way, shape, or form. There's no faces to any no. of these people. It's literally it just says like 22 posters. Rings of Power, and it is someone's. It's like the torso. And a per, like one or two hands, and each hand is holding something, an item. An item. So it can be a scroll or a Remember, or. I told you that I could put a Disney thing on a poster, so I just did those and said they were L O T. Oh, is that what you did? Sent them out in the Twiniverse. Yeah, yeah. did you decide no. to do that? No, I mean I I don't understand the purpose of that. There, um, to get people speculating and get people talking. You think so? Oh, hundred percent. Because here we kidding? are. I mean, well, they didn't even pay us to do this, so if you would like to pay us to do this. Oh, I've got two bits of news, some good, some bad. Okay. Well, I the I was reading, like, I've seen TikToks of people guessing who they are, of guessing, is this a dwarf, or is this a this, or da da da, da. TikTok. And I was also reading um, through this, like, blog post, and someone thinks one of the characters is Tom Bombadil, and I just had to tell you that, that this oh, guy's like speculating that. that the one, the... The hands that are holding the apple. There's one that's a person oh, with like well, grime under his fingers holding an apple. And there was Tom speculation that this be could be Tom Bombadil. Of, you know, God type. You know. So I'm just saying. Apple? Hmm. I'm just um, I just wanted to let you know there's hope for Tom Bombadil, because that was one of your saddest bits that Tom Bombadil no, wasn't in. Tom it. Bombadil wasn't in there. I don't know how they could have done that anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> they wouldn't have. It'd have been a little bit weird. It was um, very weird. They put out a picture of Samuel L. Jackson. I guess they're doing a secret invasion 
It's a Marvel miniseries uh, that's going to come out in, on Disney Plus later this year called Secret Invasion that follows Samuel L. Jackson right after the Captain Marvel movie. So the okay. young Samuel L. Jackson yeah. along with the scrawl. Okay. So, um, and they posted a picture of him. It said like, no scar, no patch. Got to get my one. groove on or something like that. Um, so I'm interested in that. I, cool. I, the comic book, I... I I don't I didn't read it because it came out during my uh non-collecting phase. So, yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe it will be uh, good. BT Dubs. Yes. I was asked to be co-host of the Pull List podcast, the uh the first Pull List podcast of 2022. So, Are you did you do it? I already did it. Hector That's and so I recorded cool. it um a couple days ago. Hopefully it worked. Neither one of us know how to do any of that kind of stuff. And it may have been a complete uh, disaster, but that's all right. That's really So exciting. that was fun. Congratulations. Uh, I have to knock. The fundage for comic books is going down. So oh, I have no. to choose 10 titles to get rid of. Ooh. So far, I've only picked four. Okay. Here are four that have not made the cut. Okay. What didn't? Oh, let's just jump to pull us. We can go to binging in a minute. You want to do that? Oh, no. No, never mind. I'm lying yeah, to you. Let's, we can do it. Okay, yeah. We get to make sure. we make the rules, Dad. That's right. So Did you know that? Um, a pull list is a list of comic books that you give your local uh, comic provider, and they uh, pull all those books from their inventory before they're put out on the shelf. Or you may be the only one collecting that. They make mm-hmm. sure and get it in for you um, because several of the books on my pull list are not books that they normally carry for people. Mm. Um, so... And my pull list is extensive, and I have to cut it by a third. Ten, Ten books, books is a lot of books. Maybe I a might... fourth. Dang. So some of the okay, books so that are in four my pull that list didn't that make I the am cut. no – Four that did not make the cut, and I'll have to come up with the other six by next week. Uh-oh. Robin. I'm going to be done with Robin. Okay. Um, Green Lantern is just not keeping me. Okay. DC versus Vampires. The first couple issues were good, but it just... It's, I mean, yeah. So, so far, yeah. these are all DC titles. Um, and Black Panther. Okay, um, one Marvel title. Marvel, so far. Um, good thing is, is several of my books have stopped. Like, just of the last couple, they have been miniseries and they have completed. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, what I do um, on our podcast is I review seven books. I pick two independent Mm-hmm. Um, which are not Marvel or DC. So I choose two DC, two Marvel. And um, then I pick a book of the week, which could book be of the week. any of those. So my first book is an independent, and it is by Image Comics. Yes. I have talked about this before, book before. It's called Noctera, issue seven. Um, Noctera follows a young girl who drives like a semi who like carries people from one place to another. But what happened is when she was a little girl, Something happened to the uh, planet to where it became completely dark. And if people stay out in the dark too long without light, they turn into these creatures. They morph into these wacky creatures oh, never no. to come back. Um, so um, she uh, ferries people from one outpost that's lit to another. And the villain is called Blacktop Tom, I think. I can't remember. Anyway. So this black is a top, good place. Black to, top Tom. <laughs> this is a good place to start if you want to start collecting because it starts a new story arc. Oh, perfect! So and, the story um, arc's about six an issue. This six was six issues, arc? and this is starting okay. a new one. And um, right on. Yeah, 
it has like her entire group are going to a uh, um, blacktop bill is his name. Sorry. Black blacktop bill. And uh, they find a, they're going to another place that's all lit up, but apparently something has happened and the creatures that are in the outside um, have changed their modus operandi. So interesting. Yeah. I like that. I like it. It's by the same writer who did We Have We Have Demons. Oh, so, we love We Have Demons. We love yeah. We Have Demons. Are they doing more um, of that or is that just a three issue and then they're done? That's it. They're done for now. I have a feeling they'll they'll revisit it because they left it open. Mm-hmm. Um, my first Marvel book is Amazing Spider-Man 88. Um, Spider-Man's been going full steam. They're doing like three books a week a month. So that's a lot. Man. Um, if I cut that out, that'd be like, but I'm not cutting it out. I, I so this you're enjoying um, that one. I am enjoying this. Fun. This is um, yeah. This is uh, following Spider Spider Man ha- ha- was in a a fight with characters several issues ago, and he was critically injured, and he has been in the hospital. Mm. And uh, there's been someone else, the clone of Spider Man, which was introduced back in the '90s. Ben Riley has been taken over for Spider Ben mm-hmm. is, is Spider Man because he was Spider Man anyway. And um, in this issue, the evil corporate, we know they're an evil corporation that is behind um, Ben Riley's Spider-Man, they're called the Beyond Corporation, has mutated his therapist and into a villain. That's not good. Their deal was they can create superheroes, but they can also create supervillains. And it's the Queen Goblin. So it's like the Green Goblin, but it's the Queen Goblin. And how would you like it if your villain now knows all of your deepest, darkest secrets that you've told people? No. I know. So That's awful. She was made a villain against her will. And um, so they introduced Queen Goblin in this issue. And it's it's been really good. I'm really impressed with the Spider-Man book Mm. lately. So Hmm. Um, my uh, first DC book is Batman Detective Comics. 1051. I've hit on this just about every week because this is the first time in a long time that Detective Comics has been worth reading, I think. This is truly a Detective Comic book and it follows 1041. Entire, 1051. 1051. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is, we talked about it before, Goth, uh, Arkham Tower in the middle mm. of Gotham City because yes. Arkham Asylum. We don't want to call it Asylum. We don't want to put people with mental issues in an asylum so but a a tower in the middle of gotham is not smartest idea either anyway so we something all the villains that are there have been happy and just so chill and um we thought it was a a drug they were using on them or whatever we come to find out in this uh issue that it's not really a drug at all it is a villain called the psycho pirate who right on Psycho Pirate. First time I ever was introduced to the Psycho Pirate was back in the 80s during the, it was called the uh, Infinite Cri- Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes, I've the heard Psycho, of that. Psycho Pirate has the ability to change people's emotions. So usually he changes like one or two people, but they've got him changing everyone in this tower. And during this uh issue he like just falls apart and stops and all these villains just go psycho at one time anyway not good then he gets the opposite of of good and also i've talked about this before about how i 
the Batman books have like a backup story in them. Mm. And this one has one called the house of Gotham. And it follows this little boy. We had talked about it before who was traumatized between a fight between the Joker and Batman. You come to find out that the orphanage where he's been staying has been run by the scarecrow, Uh, but the scarecrow likes him and sort of takes him in under his wing. (sighs) Something happens and he has to leave and he gets, he gets adopted by the penguin. So this Yo, kid is going from one villain, one to, villain to the next. That is not good. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, it's awesome. That's it. It's great. I just am dying to know where the, where this poor kid ends up, honestly. I mean, is he going to be good? Is he going to be bad? Is he going to be, you know? Perhaps he's just going to be a person. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. He will be a person. Right. <laughs> Dad, no. No, Hannah, um, no. My next uh, DC uh, book is called The Human Target. This is book four. Um, this is, uh, follows a guy called the human target. It used to be a TV show. Honestly, um, cool. the human target would pose as someone else. They would be killed or attempted to be killed. And then the human target doesn't die. But then that person finds out who it was that wanted to kill him. He actually becomes the human target. So in the first issue, he became Lex Luthor Ooh, and yuck. someone no, tried to you, kill Pass. Lex Luthor. Someone tried to kill Lex Luthor and they didn't. So he survived, but then he comes to find out that actually they succeeded because they gave him a poison that's going to kill him in 12 days. So he's now trying to find out who killed Lex Luthor. And he believes it's someone who was part of the Justice League International, which was a, which was a Justice League that was put out in the early 90s. Um, and it's like the characters in that are not as well-known characters. Okay. Um, uh, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle. Those Guy are the Gardner, ones you like. Uh, Fire and Ice, um, Rocket Red, which was a um, a Russian character, Batman, Martian Manhunter, maybe Mister Miracle. I can't remember. But so this book is gorgeous to look at, mm. and it just reads so good. And in this issue, he's pretty much interrogating the Blue Beetle, and the Blue Beetle is like, "I didn't do it." But of course, somebody who didn't do it would say he didn't do it. I And I guess I do want to do it. I could do it if I did do it. And this is how I would do it. But by me telling you I did it, I mean, it was sort of like that, um, the 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 conversation that goes between uh, Wesley and uh, Vincini about yeah. the Iocane, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the look, went down over there. On the line. <laughs> 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 My last independent is um, issue four of Chicken Devil. What? Aftershock. So Chicken Devil is a, and actually this is the final issue for now. Okay. So one through four, so you could probably get them collected. This is about a guy. This is one that's going to be off your pool list then. It is. It's done. So that's five. So there you go. Well, but yeah. So Chicken (laughs) Devil followed these two guys who created a hot chicken uh, chain but the one guy finds out that his partner had been laundering money for the mob. Oh, no. <laughs> so his partner gets killed, and they want all their money back or some type <laughs> of sauce. I don't know. He's running this sauce. And um, so what happens is he um, he's like, I got to get my family out of here. And they get away to get rid of their – get his family out. And then his family is on this boat, and it blows up. So he thinks his family – well – Surprise, they're not dead. They got off the boat. Good. And they've got all this money. But during between these issues, he puts on the chicken mascot 
like to go put money back. And what happened? I'm like, he gets stuck in the, the costume or something. One of the mob guys comes after him, trips, falls, shoots himself in the head. So now they think the guy in the chicken costume actually killed the guy when in fact he didn't. Did absolutely nothing. Oh man. man, You don't mess around with organized crime. And here's the deal. Two cops, a man and a woman have been following them around. They've been really cool the whole time. Well, at the end of this book, there the mob is coming for this guy. But what happens is the chicken devil blows them all away, and you come to find out that the two cops put on chicken costumes and they're like, we like what you've been doing. So we thought we'd help you out. So this is nowhere near done, but that's how it ends. That's so cool. Yeah. So that's funny. Okay. So not this one then. What? What do you mean? Not that one being taken off your pool list. It is off because it's done for right now. It's aftershock. They usually only do four to five issue Mm. comics. I doubt there'll be another one for anytime soon, but cool. This I was going to pull off, but the book is so good. Um, this is Alien, issue nine. Marvel? Yes, it's by Marvel. Oh, yeah, because they Dis- own D- Disney, Disney owns it. has the rights, correct. This is um, fantastic. Issue nine. This okay. is the second story arc, like the midway through the second story arc. And it's a like a an agrarian group left for a religious freedom. But what's happened is... Um, of course the bad guys put a alien down there and it follows them around and yeah, the art is so good. Um, the story is good. It has a lot to do with religion and, uh, um, uh, science and freedom of speech and everything. So it's interesting how they weave all that. Yeah. All right. So you ready for my (gasps) book of of the the week? week? It's a book of the week. This book Laid was on not us. on my pull list, which is why I can't count Chicken Devil coming off because this one's going on. <laughs> okay, what is it? This is called Monkey Prince, issue Monkey one Prince. by DC. This is by uh, Jean uh, Lun Yang, who did uh, The Hoops. Oh, yes. The Hoops graphic novel that we read. Dragon yeah, Hoops. What was it called? Dragon Hoops. Yeah. That was um, good. This is, uh, this, like, if you ever watch the, if you ever seen them, like, pop up on Netflix or Amazon, the, uh, the, like, I don't know if they're a Korean movie or if they're Chinese movie, like the, the Monkey King or anything like that. Um, it is a type of, uh, during the Chinese lore, there's this Monkey King, he has powers and all that kind mm. of stuff. Well, this is the Monkey Prince. This kid comes up with oh, these powers. Prince, P-R-I-N. P-R-I-N-T-S. This guy is printing monkeys. (laughs) No, he ain't printing monkeys. But monkey prince, as in like the son of a king. Yes. The this the good thing about this is it feels a lot like um early Spider-Man type stuff. Oh fun. He's in high school, he's bold, you know, the kids are mean to him or whatever. Um he his he moves around a lot with his parents. Um, his parents love him, but his first, it like it opens up and uh, Batman has busted into his mom and dad's after they're like, you got to go to bed. And they're like being great parents. Batman busts into their house and he's like, tell your boss, this is over. And then he walks out and he goes, you have a child here or whatever. And then Batman leaves. So you come to find out that his mom and dad Work are like, mob. they're henchmen, basically. Like they... They're like scientists that 
are hired by like villains. Oh, nuts. Yes. Henchmen so, for hire. Pretty much henchmen for hire. Dang. And that'd be a cool great comic parents. book. They love, huh? That henchmen for hire for would hire. be a pretty sick well, comic book. That would, that would be. Yeah. Henchmen for hire. Um, so I, I don't know how this is going to turn Aww, out. I mean, but man. Yeah, the kids. He's really kid. good at writing family stories. Okay, can I tell you what happens? Yes. He ends up so <laughs> he ends up trying to help do things or whatever. He turns into this monkey prince and Batman and Robin show up. <laughs> and at the end, Batman throws like a batarang at him and it cuts off his head. Like and his head is talking. He's like, "What is even happening right now?" So his head is detached. <laughs> Oh no! Because Batman tells Damien Robin not, <laughs> not a minimum necessary violence. He says minimum necessary violence. And then he throws a battering at this kid and jumps. And then Robin's off. like minimum necessary violence, Batman. I was aiming for the stick, and there's this. He, then his head's laying there, and he says, "What in, is even happening right now?" And then his little thought bubble says, "God, I hate Batman." <laughs> so that's this awesome. So fun, yeah. That's so that's, fun. That's my oh, I love Monkey it. Prince. I do. I think Prince. it's going to be great. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, so, and this character funny. was introduced last year during a. I, we've talked about this before. Marvel and DC. They seem to do like a book spotlighting like mm. um, different ethnic groups or different mm-hmm. marginalized groups. And this mm-hmm. was spotlighted last year in um, the uh, um, Asian um, characters. Cool. So, awesome. Yeah. There you go. Ah, that's, that's it so from a pool list. <gasps> Hannah. Yes. What are you binging? Okay, what are you so many. On the are you, tube? I'm so excited that you asked because I have a list of things to tell you about. Go. I'm oh God, Okay, so go. we had so Trev and I started watching Daredevil again. We started, we had watched like the first episode, two episodes, and he like really liked it. And then we like did some traveling and then Christmas and like yeah, all the stuff. Christmas and right. And so we finally started watching it again. Before that, we before we watched Daredevil, we both watched Hawkeye so that we could talk about it on the podcast. And so we gotcha. watched Hawkeye, and mm-hmm. Fisk is introduced in Hawkeye. Yeah. And we talked about this, I think, on the podcast, or at least we talked about this in real life, that there's no way in heck Kate would have been able to live go, through that. Live through the shenanigan, like the fight with Fisk. Yeah. And like, so we got to the scene where Fisk is interrupted on his date. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, is that where he might get yeah. somebody's head in the door? Yeah, yeah. And Trevin Did you not that, go, oh my God. I've seen it before. I've seen the first season Trevin all the way through. Trevin hasn't seen Daredevil at all. And he was like, and we're supposed to believe that that little girl lived through her fight with him. Like, and we hadn't even, I hadn't even talked to him about us being mm-hmm. like, that's ridiculous. And I was like, I'm yeah. so mad that he got introduced to Fisk first and Hawkeye yeah. because yeah. he's well, such a bad mamma jamma in I think Daredevil. You've got to tone him down a little bit for the Marvel, for I, Disney for, Plus. Yeah, 110%. Mm-hmm. 110%. Yeah. So we got, and really, he's, we're both really enjoying Daredevil. It's fun to go back and watch it again. Gotcha. Um, watched the first couple episodes of Peacemaker. I told you. Crazy was... pants, man. What the heck's a butterfly? Well, you find out. It I... gets off the rails. And it gets darker and darker and sadder and sadder. 
the more you go. I'm caught up completely. I, and we, it is raunchy. Yes. Man, it's for grown-ups. This is not for kids. Don't Grown even have it on your device ups. if Woo! a child is there around. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> Yeah, and so I, uh, we are but watching. You sort, of, you sort of feel for him, though. I mean, he's don't you he's, feel for Peacemaker like his dad? Oh, the is heck, a butt nugget. Yeah. His dad is a, a, a straight up racist. Yeah, like yeah. Ah! Mm-hmm. and he's like worshipped in jail. Like if you're yes. not the place to like the white hey, dragon. I don't man, gross. It's yeah, gross. Anyway, um, yeah. I watched season two of Cheer, which is a Netflix documentary about um, this. Junior college. About the TV show Cheers? No. About this junior college, Navarro, in Corsicana, Texas. It was released in at the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. It was released and it got to be really, really big. And it was really cool. Like, so they followed season two. They followed them. Season two followed them after, like the fame and everything like that. And some like. What uh, what is this rated? uh, It's MA. Okay, and so kids can't watch this. I, yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, hi, like late high school, maybe. The gotcha. thing that I really appreciated about it is that there was like some bad stuff that happened to one of the people. Like gotcha. he's in jail now and he's going mm-hmm. to be in jail for a long time. Gotcha. And sort of like the um, um, the University of Michigan guy that with the Olympics and the gymnastic team. Yeah. And okay, they gotcha. like that's not why they did this thing. Like it just happened while they were filming. Gotcha. And they did, they handled that, I think, very well. I was impressed okay. by the way that they handled it Good. and how they talked about it. Like, it was mm-hmm. very serious, and they for sure give like trigger warnings. So, if that's something gotcha. that, so like when that episode pops up, you're like, you'll be able to know. But okay. I appreciated that about it because I was very curious going in. I'm like, how are they going to handle this? And if right. like from the very first episode, it was like, we're, we're not going to beat around the bush. We're just going to tell it like it is, tell it like it is, which I appreciated. Okay. Um, a kids show I watched um, is called We Bear Bears. Okay, Ex- is on- this the one where there's like three bears? Yeah. So this has been advertised multiple times during the Olympics too. Is really? it on Paramount Plus? Is it on Paramount Plus? I don't, I don't know. know. I was it was on Cartoon Network, and okay. so I watched it on Hulu. Oh, maybe that's how I could watch it then. It we looks, Bear Bears looks it's- funny. It's cartoons. It's a cartoon. Yeah. And there's there's Grizz, Panda, and Ice Bear. Yeah, that's the I've seen the and they got and the advertisement <laughs> and, on during the Olympics is they got thrown out of their house. They have to find a new house. Oh no, they got thrown out of the cave. I I don't know. It looks <laughs> no. like that. I'm pretty sure. But I could it's be wrong. A, it's like it has three seasons and it's okay. on it's on Hulu. Trevor's like, Hannah, nice. you're gonna love this. And I just I don't like did. sitting and watching through the, all the daggone co- uh, commercials. We bear bears. I tried to start watching and going back and watching my hero academia and it's just, I just can't do it. The commercials kill me. Yeah. I, I don't want to have to watch commercials about. Yeah. Salsa. Weird things. Whatever. I like salsa. Anyway, uh, so what that was really funny. Okay. Last thing. Netflix Holy has cow. this new show. Have you gotten anything accomplished other I've than got, watching TV? Excuse you. I've gotten, we've, it's been two weeks since we've done this. Okay. Yeah. I guess you're right. Okay. Um, and I've only watched two episodes of Peacemaker and two episodes of Daredevil. All right, good. So like, okay. keep going. I haven't like, okay. I watched one episode of this new TV show called Murderville and it is on Netflix. Have you seen this yes. advertised? I've seen it advertised. Dad, this is hysterical. 
So it's Will Arnett, and he is like Terry. His character is like Terry, and he's a detective. And it is a scripted show, but they bring in a comedian, and oh, no. the comedian doesn't know what's happening. Oh, I've got to watch it. Out has to figure out. That is so good. It's like what? Whose line is it anyway? Sort of. But it's but it's uh, so it's a scripted show, and every episode is a murder mystery. Murder mystery. Oh gosh. And they and they they have him in like this trainee vest with like a little notebook and a pen, and then they're like writing. And the first episode was Conan O'Brien, and it was oh yeah, it was it was just so good. It was so I watched, funny. I watched the first episode of um, Murders Only Happen in the ho- this hotel or something. Oh, I don't know that. It's something. It has Selena Gomez. Oh, uh, uh, Steve Martin and Martin. No, Short. it's not Murders. It's not Murders Only Happen in this hotel. But I know what you're anyway, talking. <laughs> so I started watching it. I thought it would be good, but they say the f word so many times. It curses it, a lot. I'm like, I don't know. It gets me. Yeah. But Murderville. I mean, it's also like. Adulty. Adulty. So, like, don't go watching this with your kiddos. But, man, it was funny. It was funny. And Conan O'Brien just pulled – and they, like, they, like, tell him to do stuff, and he, like, has to do what they tell him to do. And so he's, like, eating this sloppy joe while he's interviewing this person, and this guy keeps pouring hot sauce on his sloppy Oh, I like hot sauce. This sounds like a show for me. He's, like – <laughs> he's like dying because he's having he's nice. having to like ask questions to the suspect and she's like you gotta hurry up do you not like your sloppy joe <laughs> gosh okay well that sounds funny it's really i'm funny. gonna have to watch it it's on what is it on, that on it's again? on netflix okay netflix murderville uh I've and then that this. that guy uh, his name i can't alexis the girl who plays alexis rose is in it i don't know from what show uh from schitt's creek Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've never seen that. Oh, shoot. Murderville. It's okay. We can look, they can look it up. They're just so funny. Okay. Um, but I'm bum bum bum. Eugene Levy? Yes. He's uh, on there all the time. Well, man, that's I'm something trying that we to can find out the different people because they were so funny. How many episodes have you watched? I've only watched one Conan O'Brien, oh. uh, Marshawn Lynch, um, mm-hmm. Kumal. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Annie Murphy, um, Sharon Stone. Oh gosh, Sharon and, Stone. Uh, <laughs> Kim Jong is it's just funny. Okay, well, it's I, just really sounds like funny. a pretty good ensemble cast. And well, yeah. each one that, that those are the celebrity guest stars. And oh, so each, gotcha. Each celebrity guest has their own episode. So there's oh, six or seven. There's only six or only seven watched, episodes. Okay, but you only just, watched one. Yeah, I only watched gotcha. Conan O'Brien's episode. Okay, I thought you were saying all those people were in no, the same each episode. Of, you each watched. person is the right. one, and so gotcha. the their name, the like the episodes are Conan O'Brien. Gotcha. Like, that's what the yeah, it's really funny. I think you'd like it. All right. Okay. I um have I went back and I've been watching some Marvel movies. I've had okay. them on in the background while I've been working on the mosaic. What have I you did, watched? Um, Endgame, not Endgame, um, the Infinity War. Hmm. Um, but I've also gone back and I am re-watching um, Station Eleven on HBO Max. Man, I've only watched I, one, two episodes. I love it. And now yeah. since I've watched the whole thing, it's easier for me to watch. And when I go back and watch it a second time, I um, I can uh, 
see things I didn't see before. The whole importance of um, Hamlet. Um, there's even more interaction. There's more interweaving of relationships that happened that I didn't realize mm. when I watched it the first time. Cause I watch a show like you watch a show. And if I get nervous, I just turn it off. See, man, I forgot so, to tell you, we watched my cousin Vinny. Have you seen that? No, but that movie, that's Joe Pesci won an Oscar for that movie. That movie stressed me out. Oh, really? It's str- yeah. It was supposed to be a comedy. I'm supposed to be sitting there laughing, and I'm like, these two men are these two young guys who didn't do anything are going to end up in jail. And I, I just like, I can't watch it. I can't, I would That's just the whole entire walk. thing with that Meet the Fockers. <laughs> I would just, I no, the, the movie would never happen. I would just leave. I just kept figuring out reasons to get up and walk walk around my house. There you go. I'm sorry. Like, That's I how can't we do watch it. Movies, folks. <laughs> but Station Eleven is on HBO Max. It is for adults, mm-hmm. and I love that it is based around this um, family. Bat graphic novel that this uh, young lady mm-hmm. created by her, by herself, and it follows this young girl and um, the interweavings between this girl, the person that protects her at the beginning of the outbreak, mm. and how she creates a family with this traveling symphony. And um, yeah, it is so good, um, and it does have a good e- ending. So if you you got to make it to the end because. Parts of it are like, oh my gosh, you know, something happens in it where you think that the villain is really a villain, but then you come to find out that he didn't do it after all. But anyway, that that guy though, I got through the second episode. The creepy guy. Creepy guy. Woo! He creepy. He ain't dead. No, Dad, no. Yep. Oh, creepy guy. Anyway, creepy guy lives. He's, he's like he's like part of the star of the show. I don't like him. He's creepy. You, you will like him at the I end. I don't. Yeah. I'm anyway. sounding pathetic talking about it, but I just you sound like so, you think he's creepy, but he's not he's so not creepy. Really creepy after you end up watching the whole show. Okay, whatever. I still think he's creepy. All right. I what do you want to do, Hannah? What do you want to talk about? Um, do you want to do comic or do you want to do rotten raspberry or do you want a rotten raspberry comic, rotten raspberry? Let's do that. Why don't okay. you Hannah, we're going to spoil Moonfall. Yes, which, so Rotten Raspberry. What is Rotten Raspberry, Dad? Uh, well, we said, that's what your mom said. What is Rotten Raspberry? I said, well, you know how when you spoil something for somebody, they say it's a spoiling. Well, nothing nothing is worse than getting a raspberry, which is... <laughs> but if you ever because, buy raspberries from the man, store and there's one rotten one in it, they're like... And you got to throw ruined. all of the raspberries away. And they're like five bucks. They're Those are cheap. expensive. When you get a rotten raspberry, it is a disappointment. No kidding. And sometimes Except, they hide. You think you look at them, you're like, hey, and you're like, I, I did it. Great. I found some without one. And then you open it, and it's like in the bottom left hand corner. You know, and like I got half a thing of them of are gross, like that. And I took them back. You did not. Kroger. I did. I said, I just bought these. Here's my receipt. I want to. And they goes, Oh, we're so sorry, but it wasn't rotten raspberry. It's rotten blackberry. Ugh, so, ugh. Hannah is going to talk about the movie Moonfall. I'm going to spoil which, it! Which is directed by uh, Roland Emmerich, which, by the way, just came out this past week talking about how the uh, Marvel and DC movies have destroyed the film industry <laughs> because, because of their formulaic movies and how it all has to fit a certain way. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is coming from the guy who <laughs> destroys the world every time. Every single time. 
I mean, every time. That's all his movies are. How in the world can he sit and gripe about? Anyway, Hannah, Moonfall. Okay, so Moonfall. What rated is it? PG-13. Is PG-13. Is PG-13. Available only in cinemas currently. Mm -hmm. Um, It is, like like Dad said, a science disaster film. And it's... Science disaster film. I like how you categorize that as science. It's science. Science. It's a science disaster film. So what happens is we open up and the main guy, Brian, is an astronaut. And he is... He's the guy that plays the owl in the Watchmen movie, correct? I don't know. He's also Ocean Master in um, the Aquaman movie. Patrick Wilson? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. he is, um, his name is Brian. He's an astronaut. He's up in space with a Halle Berry and another guy, random guy. Uh Yeah. <laughs> these nanites this cloud of like nanites like little tiny robots come and attack while they're doing like routine fix it stuff and the electricity goes off in the space shuttle and then the other astronaut gets blown away and the nanites land on the moon and then Halle Berry and Brian the astronaut have to go back to earth and they get back to earth and NASA's like, it's your fault that the mission didn't work. He's like, yo, we had nanites that attacked us. They landed on this crater in the moon. And he's, they're like, no, you're a liar. And then, <laughs> no, you're a liar. <laughs> Come on, dad, straight down to it. Isn't like the moon just a machine? The moon is a machine. That's what I thought. The moon like is the a, machine. That's not a moon. It's a Death Star. All along, it's a Death Star. So there's this guy who's a conspiracy theorist, Dr. Casey Houseman, and he <laughs> believes that the moon is a megastructure. It is. And it is. In this movie, the moon is a megastructure. So it like jumps 11 years in the future. This guy. Oh, so it takes that lot long. So it takes because the nanites are going through the whole of the moon. It takes the nanites 11 years to get to the, to, to the center of the, to get to the center of the megastructure. A three. How many licks does it take to get to the center? To get to the center of the megastructure. Gotcha. And so the moon starts coming closer to Earth, and then they figure it out. And Casey, uh, Doctor Casey Houseman, is like, "Yo, I know that the moon is the orbit is off," um, and nobody like he tries to get a hold of NASA, and he gets a hold of Brian because Brian lives in L.A. and there's like a family component, like him and his wife get you. a divorce because he. Do they end up back together? No, I, I mean, man, I was talking to Trevin about this. I always feel like the stepdad dies in these movies. Did he die? Did stepdad die? Yeah. See? Yeah, that's a bummer because usually they're good because people. Because they're good guys. Like, yeah, that's why? What I he dies because. Okay. Roland Emmerich. He, that's, what he, that's what happens. If you don't like Marvel movies or DC movies, you kill the stepdad. <laughs> I don't know. And, and because the stepdad in 2012. He's the yeah, one was a good guy. He, he flew good. the plane. He flew the plane. And then the stepdad in this one is the funny guy from Ant-Man. Wait. Act, I don't know Michael Pena? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The guy. Hey, he should have been up there flying because he flew the spaceship in The Martian. <laughs> anyway, anyways, so what, what ends up happening is that the moon is coming closer and closer to Earth. 
his son, um, Brian's son, is had just gotten arrested and so is in prison. And so they have to, so he like is like, I'll help you if you get my son out of jail because he's going to die in jail if you don't get him out. Gotcha. And but before he does that, he has to uh, participate in a science Olympiad in New York. <laughs> These are all the on, same. On the 4th of July. <laughs> These are To get all the into same. the super secret arc. No, stop it. No. While the White House is on fire. No. Uh, okay. so they do go, so he, so Halle Berry also has a son and she has a foreign exchange student. And so Brian's son, Halle Berry's son and the foreign exchange student are driving to Aspen so that they can stay there. But that's also because that's where their secret base is. It's in gotcha. Colorado because you need to be up high because yeah. of the, all the tidal waves, because the tidal waves. And so they go up to they go up to the moon and they have an EMP. But what they learn is that for the nanites to attack, you have to have electronic and bio, like a like a gotcha. human being. So somebody has to stay behind. But what they they go into the moon because they're like, gotcha. hey, we're gonna have to do this inside the moon. And so they go into the moon and then they find the the that the moon is a megastructure. Gotcha. It isn't and it's until run by an alien from the from it's it's <laughs> the aliens it's Will are Smith. us. What the aliens yeah. are the aliens are the ancestors of humanity. Oh, God. are you serious? I'm serious. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and from so the, they from, have from the future. No, from the past. Okay, the ancestors. Okay, gotcha. Ancestors gotcha. is past, and gotcha. so. It's it the felt very okay. So that movie, the mo- the old movie where we, there's a group of astronauts that go to Mars, and there's this structure that's there that's like pinging, and it actually is like the DNA of humans, and you have to like put in the DNA of humans. Oh to yeah, let yeah, yeah. In. Red Planet, I think's the name of that. Movie. Yeah. It oh, felt that was like, a good movie. It felt like that. I liked that movie. I, that's a good. I might watch. That was a good movie. I think and that's so, what like, it's called Red Planet. Brian is like talking to like. Brian like learns about like what happened and the nanites are actually the AI of this planet of like our forefathers and they kill everyone. And so what the forefathers do is they go to this edge of the galaxy to like create the megastructures. Oh, the magic megastructure. To create the megastructures that hold a dwarf star. Okay. Which is what's powering the megastructure. Powering it. Gotcha. So that they can create more life. Gotcha. Because the nanites are killing everything. So the nanites are the bad people. Or the nanites are the bad people. And gotcha. so the megastructure like tries to protect the human because the megastructure wants the humans to live. Because that's gotcha. what that's mm-hmm. the point of it. It has like right. artificial consciousness or whatever. Okay. And gotcha. the nanites are trying to kill everybody. And Casey Hausman, Dr. Casey Hausman, ends up staying back. And yeah, to save the world. To, and saves the world so that Brian can go. And then nobody stuff. believes him. Well, no, I, I mean, they get, and throughout all of this, they're like, we're going to, we're going to blow up the moon. Like the government. You can't blow up like, the moon. Government people are like, we're going to send nuclear bombs to the moon. And everyone's like, no, that's so dumb. Um, <laughs> yeah, and there's another plot now? Wait where till the three no kids, moon. where the, where the three kids end up getting to. Uh, Brian's ex-wife and the stepdad, and then they like have to they like have this idea because the atmosphere 
there's like less oxygen because the moon's coming and but you have so you have to be high because the tidal waves but you can't be too high because there's no oxygen and so they like get oxygen tanks from the fire department in Aspen. Uh, well, those are going to last a long time. They didn't, which is why yeah, the stepdad died because yeah. he gives it to his daughter so that she oh can make gosh. it to the make it to okay. the cave. Here's the deal. I'll watch it. It was really good. Oh, 100% <laughs> but it watch ends, it. How it ends is Casey Hausman's consciousness has been uploaded to the megastructure. Into the megastructure. Oh, and that's great. And the megastructure is like, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I love and then, it. And then that's how it ends. And he's like, am I, what am I, am I here? So it felt oh, like no. every. Every movie he's ever made. Every movie that it's in like one big one. Okay, gotcha. And ever since well, then, I'm like, the moon. And so we got out of the movie theater and I was like, Trevin, the moon. That's not a moon. <laughs> oh, God. The moon is a megastructure. Dr. Casey well, Hausman. And at the very end, he goes, I'm not actually a doctor. I just thought it sounded good. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Yeah, well, you make up your own thing. I get it. funny. So I've seen every episode out of Boba Fett. Okay. The Book of Boba Fett. That yes. is TV 14 on Disney+. Plus. And we're going to spoil a little bit about this. Um, I've already spoiled a little bit to Hannah. Because we, first, yeah, we talk about it. The first couple the episodes are straight up. Boba Fett, the history of Boba, how he ends up where he is. Um, the last two episodes, Boba Fett has probably only been in for 30 seconds. Why did they do that? It's phenomenal. The, <laughs> not the last episode, but the episode before, it follows the Mandalorian. And he has the dark saber, and he can't even lift it. You find out that there's something having to do with your willing to accept the saber to Ooh. even be able to use the saber. And he didn't and want one, it. One of the Mandalorians there, you can only You can only use that. it if you've like defeated someone in battle. So another Mandalorian challenges him to battle. So uh, Mando, of course, it? wins. I was no, going to say, he, wins. Like, of course he does. And um, while he's there, the, the armor person the lady who does the armor takes his beskar spear because you're not allowed to use beskar as a weapon it can only be a protective okay is that his like is that his, the sect of his cult or is that like an actual law? that's what he, that's what his people believe okay yeah because you you learn in the man in that he's like part of like in like a yeah a different like a, sect a different sect and it's Correct. more like very strict fan- fanatically what they can do and do Mm-hmm. And actually, so she melts this down and he asks her to make something for a foundling. Grogu! Which baby is Yoda. what they call young or baby Mandalorians. So um, she makes something, ties it in a little bag, and um, he, he wants to be reinstated as a Mandalorian, but in order to do that, he has to go to the their planet and do Mandalore. something because he showed his face in order to be reinstated um because she asked did you show your face to anyone he goes yes i did and she goes you can't be a mandalorian until you do this so what he ends up doing is he goes back to tatooine and while on tatooine he um goes to the lady who helped babysit grogu at the beginning and she makes him a new ship um, he wants like his old ship, the Razor Crest, but mm. instead she repurposes an old Naboo star, uh, fighter, which is B- 
belonged to Padme. So <gasps> she has juiced up Padme's spaceship and actually doesn't even have a spot for a droid. She took out that because she knows he doesn't like droids. So Right um, on. <clears throat> so uh, the at nurse, the end the of nurse that... Droid. The nurse droid. He likes, he the, likes the nurse of, droid. At the end. At the end of that, he is um, contacted by Finnick, which is Ming-Na Wen's character. And she says, Boba's looking for some muscle. We have a job for you. It pays well. And he goes, I'll do this one for free. But first, I have to go deliver something. So the last episode. Um, bless you, Hannah Joe. I'm sorry, bless Daddy. You. Excuse me. In this last episode, he goes to the planet where Luke Skywalker is there training Grogu. No. It is so cute. <laughs> like they're so sitting because he's, he's so, so small. small. He's and he's like Grogu's just sitting there and uh, Luke is sitting across and they're like supposed to be concentrating and Grogu Grogu's. sees a frog and you're like, oh no, oh no. So the frog starts floating and you watch this frog float and as it gets, gets starts going down and Grogu's got his mouth wide open and this frog is going down into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke is like, Grogu. And then the frog drops. And then Luke, it's Luke Skywalker. I mean, and all of a sudden he, Luke like concentrates and 20 frogs start floating up out of the bog. And then he lets them down, trying to explain to him. Be um, focus. Yeah. And then, of course, you know how Grogu can barely walk or anything like he that. He just kind of waddles. Right. So he said, um, when Luke Skywalker first learned how to use his lightsaber, Obi-Wan Kenobi had that little ball that would mm -hmm. zap him, float around yeah. and zap him. He has a training thing. And it, he goes, you need to jump to get out of its way. And like it zaps him and he just falls over. And then it shoots at him again. And he like does a flip and lands on a rock. And then he's bouncing, jumping back and forth on these. It was awesome. Because Yoda others. does that in the, in the yes. prequels. Yoda goes. Yes. During all of Sick. this, uh, R2-D2 takes Mando and has him wait. And as Mando is waiting and for a long time, because he wants to see Grogu to give him this thing. Mm. Um, Ahsoka Tano shows up. And she's like, you don't need to go see him. It's hard enough. The, the bond that he has with you, this is not good. And he goes, but I have something to give to him um, that is for, a for the foundling. And he, she's like, well, maybe he doesn't want to be a Mandalorian. I mean, he's, can be a, he's going to be training to be a Jedi. And he's yeah. like, I need to go see him. I want to go see him. And so eventually she talks him into not seeing Grogu. But he leaves her with like a, a, it looks literally like a Bilbo's mithril shirt. It is armor made from Beskar that just would fit Grogu. It's like chain link. It's like chain link. It is the cutest thing. So she goes, I'll make sure he gets it. So at the end, two things happen. First thing that happens with Grogu is Luke, um, is talking to Grogu and says, I know that you're like, I know that your connection with Mando is strong, but you have to make a decision. He says, he puts down a lightsaber and says, this belonged to my master Yoda. And then he lays down the chain link and he goes, and this is from Mando. You have to choose which one are you going to, what old path enough? are you going to follow? What path? He's like 120. 
700 years old. I don't I know, know, but their is, but, ages are different. Mm, he's a baby. So, so he's basically, that, that's how that part ended. Okay. Go back to Tatooine. The finale hasn't happened yet, has it? No, no, no. Go back to Tatooine and Boba Fett asks Timothy Oliphant, the guy who wore Boba Fett's armor. Remember? Mando mm-hmm. gets the armor from this guy. Yeah. He, he was now, he's like the marshal of that area. He says, I need you to help me stop the Pikes, which is the group that's running like Spice. They call it Spice. It's like drugs, I, I assume, or I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but it's something they shouldn't be running. And um, I want you and your people to help me. And he goes, my people have fought enough. We don't want to fight. And he goes, if you don't, so, you know, this is what's going to happen. He goes, I'll pay you and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, um, so then he decides, yes, we'll fight with you. Mm-hmm. So he sends a guy, go get all the townspeople together. And we're going to talk about this. In the meantime, a character appears like the Wild West. <laughs> oh, and um, he, uh, Timothy Oliphant's character sends everybody inside. And it is a character from the Clone Wars animation called Cad Bane, who's like a bounty hunter, like a vicious bounty hunter. Is he there so for? They, oh, he's like, basically, it's a bad mama jamma. So what happens is, if I'm not mistaken, and there are probably people, I'm sure they'll correct me if they actually listen. You know, the dent in Boba Fett's helmet mm. was caused by a fight with Cad Bane. Cool. So this character shoots and kills Timothy Oliphant's Timothy character. Oliphant. We think, you know, it ends with them losing, with him getting shot. Is that the end? By this character. And that's how that episode ended. So... But they introduce this terrible bounty hunter who's like the guy, for, a gun for hire, basically, whoever pays him the best. The Henchman's for hire. Yeah. And from the animated series, another character from the animated series that everybody was another like, oh, my one. gosh. Huh? Another one. Another one. So that's what I got. <gasps> Crazy. I think we should just not do the Darth Vader comic. You don't though. think so? I mean, we've been going for an hour. We have. I mean, it was... I. I skimmed it. It was long. Well, let's not skim it. Let's read the whole thing and talk okay. about it next week because right it's on. really good. I, I mean, okay. I enjoyed it. The art was really yeah. cool. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, hey, Dad, so this is our fiftieth episode. Woohoo! We've right, been doing man. this for a year and a half now, almost Are you, two you years. Ready for this, yeah. If you listen to the end of this, and you listen all the way. If you share our podcast on any streaming service and let us let me know, I am having pins made of our logo. You are not! And I I will have... They're not enamel pins, so they may be cheap. Who knows? (laughs) But if you let us know, I'll send you one. That makes my heart so happy. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead, Hannah. End roll. End roll. 50. Friends, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Oh, Countrymen, we love, we yeah, love oh, that. That was Julius Caesar. Is it, was it? Me, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ear. I come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. The evil that men do live long after them, so let it be with Caesar. Anyway. Okay, cool. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. There um, you go. Hey, our art, which if you share, you can have to wear on your was created by Nate Turner. Hey, thanks for doing that yeah. for us, bud. He made that in Microsoft Paint. The talent 
It was phenomenal. Um, our intro music was um, composed and performed by Brockwell Nason. You can check him out on Apple Music and on Spotify, wherever you listen to your music at. Um, exactly. His music is very good. You should check him yeah. out. Um, yeah. I edit and maintain our podcast and our, like, the audio, and Dad does the YouTube page. He's shaking on his occasion. head. On occasion. But he, he does that. When he on does, occasion. he does it. And that's a fact, Jack. <laughs> I'm about and, three behind. And hey, we appreciate you. We're glad to be doing this. Yeah, no kidding. Apparently, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, you can comment on it. Oh, so cool. Hey. Comment if you have a comic book or a movie you want yeah, us to review that'd be or fun. read. We'd, we'll do it. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. I mean, we get hit-ups all the time from the HBO execs and the Disney Plus and <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, the six and HBO the executives that let, watch us. They, they're, they're here for it, the man. world. That's right. <laughs> well, hey, we're glad that you chose to hang out I've this been past on this hour journey. on Absolutely. our corner of the internet. We're thankful for it. And and yeah. until then, we'll catch you. Catch you on, on the, the flippity, flippity flop. flop. Indeed, which you we do. Can never end up doing at the same time. <laughs> okay, bye, my friends. friends.